this this was mine that I brought up, my topic that I wanted to talk about because it's really been bothering me, honestly. <laughs> you know, there are obviously if you turn on Fox Business, MSNBC, CNBC, they're all talking about inflation, right? It's yep. it's, an, it's an obvious topic to talk about. The reason I'm angry is because it's been blatantly obvious that that this administration has just been lying to our faces the entire time. And I, this is not a meant to be a political show, but a year ago when we started talking about inflation, it was obviously there. It was obviously not going away. And they're telling us that it's just going to go away and this is a temporary thing. <laughs> they love to do that. Well, yeah. it's... Well, the, the, how could you believe that? First of all, this is it's an obvious lie. I, I got a saying for you. What's that? The idiom of the week. <laughs> Don't piss on my back and tell me it's raining. <laughs> That's a good one. Thanks for joining us for today's episode of The Capitalist Investor. You got Mark, Diamond Hands D, Cool Hands Luke. Mark, how's it going, man? What's up, man? How are you? I'm doing great. Can't complain at all. By the time this will have aired, I will be... Ha- I will have spent a week in Costa Rica. Oh, so nice. yeah, me, me two weeks from today is really good. <laughs> yeah. Have I'm you been there jealous, before? Man. Never been there. Never been there, but we are, we're going to be there the week of Thanksgiving. Nice. Oof, nice. So we are looking forward to it. D I told you on a prior show about Inspirato, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Is that what you're doing? Yes. Yeah. So Luke Inspirato is a, uh, it's basically like an exclusive VIP kind of Airbnb. That's sweet. It's like six grand a year for the membership. Yeah. And then they've got all these like five-star properties that are just gorgeous. They're beautiful. And they will kind of like soup to nuts plan your entire vacation for you. Yeah. From lining up your airfare to making sure there's groceries in the fridge to housekeeping coming every day and making you breakfast and making your bed. it, It is unbelievably cool. And then when you book the place, since you're paying the membership fee, they... When they did the demonstration for me, they showed me the difference in cost between like their properties with the membership and what it goes for like on an Airbnb. And it's absolutely insane. Yeah. Like it, you get a big discount, probably 20 to 40% discount. Well, it's cool they plan it, it, the whole thing out, like even with the groceries and all that stuff, because like, I mean, that's one of the biggest headaches, like when you're planning your whole vacation, all the logistics of it. So I mean, oh, yeah. that in itself is worth a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, if they could so. pack my suitcase for me, like, we, <laughs> we'd be all set. That's, well, that's I hate packing. There's their growth area, man. If they go public, that's, that's the, that's the investor, uh, next to, yeah, most of my packing occurs about 20 minutes before I'm leaving. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. All right. So today, um, shorter show today. Let's let's talk inflation. All right. Because inflation has kind of been front and center now for a while as the government has continued to, you know, print money and, and provide people with stimmy checks and all that stuff. Um, inflation has been coming in hot mm-hmm. for a while. The Fed was insistent that inflation was transitory. So we've all heard that word. That's a funny word. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and sometimes people screw it up and they call it transient. <laughs> it's, it's not, that's not the same thing, but it's transitory. But nonetheless, transitory is, is short term. There's no time frame on it. Like we don't know if it's what's short term, three months, three years is kind yeah. of short term. If the alternative is 30 years. Well, the problem is they've been saying it for an entire year. They've been saying the same <laughs> word for an entire year, right? So like transitory would have meant a year ago compared to what it means now is totally different. Right? Yeah. So that's why I hate the word so much. Yeah. Well, one of the fed voting members has like a, like a, a swear jar yeah. where every time you say transitory, you got to put a dollar <laughs> in the swear jar. Yeah. Right. He's, he's 
made it a four-letter word. Well, <laughs> I don't know if you're aware, Mark. We have a swear jar here, too, as well, and it's gotten filled up a ton from me. Dude, I, sometimes, <laughs> really? I, sometimes yeah. I get some, I, I've been called out by the producer sometimes before my segments. <laughs> yeah. No, so you I gotta put some money in the swear jar. <laughs> I'm there with you, man. So as far as inflation goes, President Biden has not been truthful about inflation. He claimed that wages are rising faster than inflation, which is erroneous. Yep. Erroneous on all counts. <laughs> it's a bunch of malarkey is what it is. <laughs> malarkey, baloney. <laughs> That's not the case. And what we're seeing happening is inflation hurts middle America, lower income America, yeah. right? That's who is getting hurt the most. Elon Musk's not hurting. He's doing okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, well it's, it's, a, it's about percentages, right? So like somebody who's making 40 grand a year compared to somebody that's making, you know, half a million dollars a year, that 40 grand that, you know, they're buying similar goods, maybe going to the grocery store, buying the same gas. But the problem is that those lower income, middle income, uh, you know, people are going to be paying a lot more higher percentage for gas, for groceries. And that's what the problem is. It, it eats into their discretionary income. Yeah. That's the biggest right. issue. A lot of them already live paycheck to paycheck. Right. It's a problem. Yeah. You know, this This was mine that I brought up, my topic that um, that I wanted to talk about because it's really been bothering me, honestly. <laughs> you know, there are, obviously, if you turn on Fox Business, MSNBC, CNBC, they're all talking about inflation, right? It's, yep. it's, an, it's an obvious topic to talk about. The reason I'm angry is because it's been blatantly obvious that, that this administration has just been lying to our faces the entire time. And I, this is not a, meant to be a political show, but a year ago when we started talking about inflation, it was obviously there. It was obviously not going away. And they're telling us that it's just going to go away. And this is a temporary thing. <laughs> they love to do that. Well, yeah. it's, well, the, the, how could you believe that? First of all, this I, it's, it's an obvious lie. I, I got a saying for you. What's that? We, idiom of the week. <laughs> Don't piss on my back and tell me it's raining. <laughs> That's a good one. That's awesome. Man. That's yes. Yes. Yeah. So but, inflation is not transitory, transitory, and, and we need to start paying attention to it because it, it's approaching the levels where it's not going to go away at all. My problem is that the people who are currently now saying, oh, it's transitory now, like they're going to claim they're right. Like if a year from now, <laughs> inflation's like down 1% from where it's at now, like mm-hmm. they're going to say, oh, I was right. It came down. That's the problem I have with transitory. It can mean literally anything, right? <laughs> so, you know, we're sitting at what? 6.2% inflation like year over year right now. Mm-hmm. And the, the thing is like coming out of the pandemic, like if this was like March or April, I would understand that. Like, yeah, like prices went down a lot because we didn't know what the future held. But now we're open fully back up and a year over year number from November of last year, we were pretty open last year in November already. So inflation already rose a lot from March of last year to November. Yep. So we're now 6% higher than that. Yep. And that's what's crazy to me. And the people who are claiming transitory, yeah, they might be right. Like this might be close to the peak of 6.2%. Like yep. we could see a little bit higher, but you know, if we sit down near 4% inflation, that's still 2% more inflation we saw you know, year uh, on a yearly basis than over the past 10 years. Yep. That's going to eat into a lot of people's portfolios, a lot of people's spending power. Yep. Reason number two, I'm angry. Have, have you tried to buy steak or ground beef or brisket or any kind of meat at the grocery store? Dude, I was just at Flour yesterday, <laughs> Flour Italian Kitchen. Oh, really? 
the steak on the menu was listed like lobster at market price. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because no one knows what it's going to be. They can't quote it. They, <laughs> you can't print your new, a new menu every day. Yeah. Right. It was wild. But yeah, I mean, get, get back to your story. Yeah, grocery, so, it's crazy. You know, like I have some discretionary income, but I go to Costco now and I, and I look at the meat and I'm like, I just, I can't justify spending that. <laughs> you know, yeah. I don't, you know, I don't have to. Because you have to buy a large quantity, obviously. Like I, I just, I just don't need this right now. And and that I haven't fired up the smoker, honestly, probably in in a month and a half. You well, know? I just remember, like four months ago, I went to go get steaks just for dinner, two steaks, and it cost me like sixty bucks for two steaks. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I could go to the, the the restaurant and buy two nice <laughs> steaks cooked for me for like ten bucks more. Like, yeah, yep. it's wild now. Like uh, my my friend, uh, our friend Dave was. He w- he likes uh, skirt steaks, which is a, an excellent cut. You know that's not talked about. But he's he went to the grocery store. They were like thirty two dollars a pound for a skirt wow. steak. <laughs> like that's I, I understand if you're in New York City, like mm-hmm. that might be the norm back in the day. But like here in Cleveland, man, like you used to be able to get mm-hmm. what like ten dollars a pound for some like nice cuts of meat. Oh yeah, I could go to Costco and get a, a four pack of fillets um, for thirty dollars. Or less. Yeah. And now that same pack is $60. Yeah. Yep. Well, and, and the pro- other problem is that I see is that, you know, people did have the most discretionary income they've ever had because yeah. of unemployment benefits or because uh, people just saving during the pandemic, not going out for like six months straight. Mm-hmm. Um, but now that that's exhausted. So they kind of, a lot of people up, up their lifestyle. Right? Exactly. And it's hard yes. to go back down once you up your lifestyle. Oh, yeah. like nobody wants to go back down. It's kind of the same theory of, you know, wants turn into the needs, right? You, yep. you used to want stuff. Now it's like you need stuff. That's what kind of the perception is. So now that people are running out of discretionary income, they're still spending the same amount, but inflation's going higher. That's going to cause, again, it's more a issues. slippery slope, man. Yep. Because we're seeing it now. We're seeing savings go down and we're seeing household debt go up. Yeah. It was just that, um, Fifteen point two four trillion was the latest reading I saw um, for the third quarter. I believe uh, that was up uh, a solid, I believe, three point nine percent. But that's exactly Luke. You just hit exactly what I was going to say. That that is exactly what is happening. There, there is a there's been a, a seismic shift in how people live based off of what has happened during this pandemic and it is heading a, it is putting us down a, a very, very bad path. I just tweeted out like last week I went to McDonald's and like my McDouble was like three bucks. Oh, my yeah. chicken was like three <laughs> bucks. Like four years ago, that was a like dollar. Yep. Like and that, and it was a dollar forever until last year. Like what happened? <laughs> yeah. But and then again, like McDonald's, I, I mean, they're reporting uh, record earnings, essentially like quarterly best profits ever. Like that's a thing that this is why, the stock market's more important than ever, in my opinion, mm-hmm. because the stock market is the ultimate hedge against inflation. And another reason why the middle class and lower classes hurt the most is because they're the least likely to own stocks. Without a doubt. So they're, they, they can't hedge themselves. That's yep. the issue. And, and that's the same circular argument that people have been having about Democrats versus Republicans since, since the beginning of time. And my, most, of, most of our beliefs on capitalism and the free market system, what is going on now is pushing that middle class down. Yes. Period. End of sentence. That That is exactly in, in the, the current administration 
does not care at all well, about it. And again, this isn't a political show per se, but <laughs> politics but influence money though. It influences oh, yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It influences everything. But the, the thing is, my greatest observation that I've seen from you know politics, from people fighting from the left to the right, it's that we all kind of want the same thing. Yeah, it's just we have very very different ways of going about it. Like yeah. Democrats are saying they care about the middle class. That's all they care about. They care. About, they, they were going after the rich. But then they they're doing all the stuff hurting the middle class, and then here we are, you know, conservatives over here. You know, most liberals think that conservatives are only looking out for the rich. That's not true at all. Yeah, we're looking out for everyone. Yeah, and when that's the case, we just have a different, much different way of going about it, and <laughs> not right. causing high inflation yeah. and making sure that people can hedge themselves. Right. So when we talk about inflation, obviously the supply chain issues are are leading to some inflation, right? Because there's not enough supply, there's more demand, so the prices are naturally going to go up. So that's that's an obvious problem. The second obvious problem I think you both mentioned is like the stimmy check money. Consumers have been flush with cash, so they are going to spend more money, which leads to you've got more dollars chasing fewer goods. That is textbook inflation, mm-hmm. right? But the third thing, and there's probably a fourth as well that I just haven't thought of yet, but the third thing is the truck driver shortage. Mm-hmm. And it, I, I heard it takes seven weeks to get a CDL. Seven weeks. Yeah. And those are good jobs, dude. Those, a lot of them are six-figure jobs. Yeah, they pay well. But the second thing I mentioned, the stimmy check or more fiscal stimulus. I mean, we're talking about another $2.4 trillion build back better bill now, of which maybe $500 billion is climate change and infrastructure. Like that's actually the one piece of the, the bill that I'm o- actually okay with. Everything else is like, how do I make sure that your your kids are in, in preschool for the first 17 years yeah. of their life? It's just, it's wild, man. And as we do that, as we give people more money, there's going to be less incentive for them to go back to work. Right. It's all so about that sense. problem, they kind of feed off of each other. Yeah. You, you, you got to get back to work, right? It's, it's almost like if we're going to, if we're going to roll out a $2 trillion bill, which I don't want to. But if it was shoved down my throat, if we had to do it, we had to spend $2 trillion, I would rather pay people if they were able to successfully hold down a job for 24 straight months. Mm-hmm. Hey, dude. Oh, you did it? Here's a $5,000 you know bonus. They should, they should Thank do. you. Thank you for your hard work. Thank you for adding to our economy. Yeah. If, if they give out $2 trillion, what they should do is take out like essentially all the business businesses in the uh, U.S., and essentially hand out money to the businesses and say, you have to you force them to invest in, back into their business. Yeah. That's what they should do. Yeah. That would be a much better solution than what they're currently doing. Yeah. In my opinion. I agree. So, so how, how is, so everyone's saying this is transitory, right? So we're, we're at what? 6.2% you said, Luke? Yeah. Year over year. How does that go back down? I, I don't. I don't even see a path. Well, in, in money. The next... Money's got to pass through the economy. The velocity of money, right? So all mm-hmm. the money that we printed and given out the past year and a half, it's got to get put all the way through the economy. And the problem is, is it's going to take a long time because <laughs> we've never had an influx of trillions of dollars before. So it could take years. Yep. So I mean, that's that's the general idea of how it comes through. Supply issues got to get fixed, um, and that's not going to happen probably for another year and a half or so. Yeah, because there's just so many. Part, moving parts to it where companies are moving out of like places like China moving to like Mexico, which could help the supply chain down the road. So we don't run into these issues before again, but um, there's a lot of things we got to fix. Yeah. I think people just are out there thinking, Hey, you know, once COVID is over, things are going to go back to normal. 
That that is incorrect. There's no such thing as normal. Yeah. yeah, like that. We'll never go back to where we were before. No, no. We, we are on a much different trajectory now, and there's some bad stuff out there. Well, I, we talked really about bad it. stuff. We talked about universal a, basic income. <laughs> That's what we're doing. Yeah. yeah. That's what we've rolled out, and that disincentivizes people from being productive members of this society and economy. Mm-hmm. Well, it comes from again. There's ones turning to needs. You give out the money we've done. Uh, that we've given out the past year and a half, all the trillions of dollars. Once you, you know, you can't take that away now. The government yeah. gets bigger, has gotten bigger over the past century. You know, after the Industrial Revolution, um, you started giving out, you know, Social Security benefits. We started giving out welfare things. Like that was the start of it, right? And then we started, you know, throughout the seventies and eighties, we had this high inflation environment. Started printing more money. Federal Reserve got more involved. Then two thousand eight, two thousand nine happened. Printed more money. Give out for our first stimulus checks. Uh, Federal Reserve again save the economy, low interest rates, et cetera. And then now we here we are today printing trillions of dollars and doing even more. So the government's gotten way bigger than it was ever supposed to. But the problem is we can never go back to where we were. Because it's gotten way bigger. The Fed ha- the Fed and Treasury have become more influential. Um recessions are actually like healthy. Yes. You sh- now, not a man-made recession like we experienced <laughs> in 2020. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was man-made where the the governors shut the world down. That is not okay. That's not natural. That's not healthy. Recession, normal recessions are healthy. Yes. They clear out the excess. Like they, they, this, it sucks for me to say it this way, but they, they put out of business, bad business owners. Right. And which is a good thing because then those, those bad business owners can go work for a good business like Elon Musk's companies. Right. Mm -hmm. And the, GDP of the country will be in a better position when the capital is allocated towards more efficient businesses. It's actually recessions are good, yeah. but you might- know, they're so shallow now you don't even have them. Like they got to, they got to run their course so that you can come out of it even better and stronger. No, the fed will just buy bonds and they'll lower interest <laughs> yeah. rates. And that's literally what they'll do. Like it's how long can this last? That's the problem. Um, that's, that's a great question. <laughs> Like how, how big, question. how big can the government get? Right. And that's, that's the question. That's the real question. I mean, look, so this is like a dog chasing its tail, right? Cause you, you give people money and then they spend that money and now their grocery bill is an extra $200 a month. So then now they need more money. So now you, you fabricate more money to give them more money. And then the inflation goes up again. It's like a dog chasing its tail Right. in, in, you know, the issue with that is at what point, like, at what point do the other countries look at us and say, why the hell is the dollar the reserve currency of the world? Like, they just continue to just print, they just, that, that's my long-term concern. I, that's, we could save that for a different show. I don't no. want to go too far. <laughs> well, I mean, we could path. talk literally hours about this. I, th- I think we should do a long episode down the road about, you know, the government getting too big for its bridges. Yeah. And kind of the history. We should maybe go over the history of, you know, where we've been, where we're heading. I think that would be a good show. We should we should think about that. All right, we'll put that one in the uh, in the hopper. Any final thoughts, guys? Uh, Egg McMuffin down to 63 cents, though, for a promotion. Delicious. So, I don't know if there's a more perfect food. What, what about sausage McMuffin? McMuffin. McMuffin? Yeah, sausage McMuffin. Same sausage. price? Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. As we discussed, I don't need any, any more Egg McMuffins. <laughs> Why? They're actually, they're, they're, I said I don't need any more. Oh, you don't I, need I love them. them. 
But he's cut down like 15 pounds, so thanks, Steve. You get me in trouble, man. The, the egg McMuffin diet is you just take off the bun and just eat, <laughs> eat the egg. egg and the sausage. Wait, is that even healthy for McDonald's, <laughs> no. man? The egg? Like, what? No, it is I don't not. Even know is the egg egg. real? Is the sausage? Oh, yeah. Same. No, that's definitely real. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's for all sure. good stuff. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Hey, McDonald's has been on a health care. I'm order 10, like, <laughs> ten, ten, 10 egg McMuffins, take the bread off. I mean, yeah. 10 eggs then. Mm-hmm. That's not a bad deal for like 10 eggs. So you just take the top one off if you're kind of watching your weight. You take them both <laughs> off if you're works? on a diet. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. T- Tony just takes one off. <laughs> <laughs> He's just maintaining. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. Shoot us any questions you may have at info at swpconnect.com, and we'll talk to you next week. The opinions expressed in the podcast are for general informational purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any investment, legal, financial, or tax strategy. It is only intended to provide education about the financial industry. Please consult a qualified professional about your individual needs.